Couch Talk. Hello and uh, welcome to Couch Talk. Today we have the former India Test opener, author of the new book, Out of the Blue, Rajasthan's Road to Ranji Trophy, TV analyst and all-around great guy, Akash Chopra. Welcome to the show, Akash. Uh, it's a pleasure. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you very much. How are you? Uh, not bad, not bad. Recovering. Um, uh, you know, I may have mentioned this to you earlier, but... Uh, do you want to guess the first time I saw you bat live? <laughs> uh, was it uh, against Australia down under on the Boxing Day Test match? No, actually. It's much uh, no. earlier than that. Earlier? It was, okay. It was, uh, okay. It was uh, 1998 in, uh, in uh, Varanasi. Wow. It must have been uh, for inter-university tournament or something, yeah. if I'm not wrong. You were uh, playing for Delhi and uh, you were playing uh, Madras University in uh, the All Right, Olympic. right, right. And uh, I think you scored a 148. Uh, I did, I did. The game was on a matting surface, deep yeah. matting, I remember. Yeah. And funny, funnily, that was the day, you know, uh, uh, Rishikesh Kanitkar scored that four uh, in darkness in Dhaka and, uh, oh. you know, India won. So it's kind of a. You know, everything comes together, you know, because he ended up being your uh, teammate, at, uh, our captain at Rajasthan. True. Uh, Obviously, I didn't know this connect. Uh, and yes, uh, fate works in strange ways. And um, the day when I scored that century, I was trying to make it back into the Ranji Trophy side. Uh, I had just recovered from an injury. In fact, I had uh, hepatitis C at that time. So, obviously, I was just cutting my teeth into first-class cricket. And here was Prishikesh Khanit creating a four to win India game. And uh, we meet together to actually be a part of a memorable journey. Incredible, the way fate works. <laughs> Indeed. Um, so, uh, you know, you had your first book, Beyond the Blues, uh, and then you have uh, Out of the Blue now. Um, you know, was the idea of writing this book uh, after the season or was it, were you taking notes as the season was unfolding? Uh, I'll be extremely honest. Uh, uh, in fact, we actually thought of writing the book uh, the day we won the finals. Okay. Not even a day before that because uh, the first book, which was Beyond the Blues, it was about uh, a season of domestic cricket in India. So I had written uh, a lot about uh, the structural changes uh, which are to be done or uh, how the entire domestic circuit works, uh, so on and so forth. And Delhi had won the Ranji Trophy in that season. Mm. It was uh, a brilliant fairy tale season of sorts. Um, but then uh, I, I did not think when I played for Rajasthan last season that it could actually be one of those season seasons which uh, uh, may need to be documented. In fact, uh, when when I started playing, I thought the season may last five matches because that's what uh, the teams play in the plate division. If we do well, we get into the court, the semi-finals of plate division, so maybe one more match. And if we do really well in that game, then a quarter-finals of uh, the elite group. And that's about it because that's where the journey was supposed to end. Uh, and um, I did not keep any notes. Yes, we were winning, but even we didn't believe. In fact, I didn't believe that we could go the, go all the way. 
So I started thinking about harboring the thoughts when we uh, reached the semifinals, but then uh, put them in the back uh, back burner that, no, if we don't win the trophy, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So when we won the trophy, then yes, uh, I started thinking seriously that yes, this season should be documented too. It, I mean, uh, it's a fabulous uh, ride, you know, for Rajasthan, for all the way from bottom of the uh, plate division to actually winning the Ranji Trophy, and you had to uh, go through some, you know, heavyweights of Ranji Trophy, you know, like Mumbai, Maharashtra, and stuff. Um, you know, what changed that, uh, you know, gave you this, put you on this road to uh, glory, I suppose? Uh, well, a lot of things changed uh, at the RCA because in the previous season, uh, we had finished at 27th, number 27th in a competition featuring only 27 teams. Mm-hmm. So when you're there uh, right at the bottom of the pile, uh, you, you're not expected to go up and, and do the unthinkable. And uh, for that, I think a lot of credit must be given to the RCA, Mr. the director of the Rajasthan Cricket Academy, Mr. Tarak Sena. And uh, then Secretary uh, Sanjay Dekshet and the likes for having the foresight to actually hire the right professionals to start with and then also working at the grassroots level to unearth uh, some serious talent in the form of uh, Deepak Jahar or Ashok Minaria and also uh, nurturing uh, whatever they had, someone like a Vinit Saxena or a Sumit Mathur or a Pankaj Singh. Mm-hmm. So they were pretty sure uh, the way they were heading and Yes, even they may not have thought about winning the trophy because uh, that was something which was not uh, achieved in 77 years of uh, Ranji Trophy's history. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would that may have been a little far-fetched. But yes, the processes were put in place. And uh, eventually, um, once we got in, uh, we by saying we, I mean the three professionals, uh, we knew that uh, our, our job was cut out. We had uh, great support from some outstanding uh, bunch of youngsters so everything came together very nicely and uh, and one more thing i think uh, uh, there is there is no formula and there is no guarantee mm-hmm. uh, it's a script written by someone else and we are just uh, the actors to go and enact a particular role because uh, this had to happen uh, for us to win the ranji trophy coming out of nowhere it was something a bit more than just planning because you plan all the time and you fall flat on your face many a times. So I, I won't say that uh, it was zilch planning and a pure fluke because that wasn't the case. But then, uh, yes, we needed our uh, share of luck uh, to go and win the championship. Um, I'll tell you what. I, I read the book. I've read it twice. Um, right. The uh, best part. I mean, of course, there is detailed uh, you know, uh, notes on... Uh, uh, you know, the matches, how it played out and everything. But the best part where is, uh, in my opinion anyway, is the first half of the book where you set up the players, the Rajasthan players, uh, you know, including the three professionals and how you ended up being, uh, you know, play, representing Rajasthan and how the other players came through. And it illuminates a fascinating point that has always intrigued me, the, the lives and times of an Indian domestic player. Um, you know, the hardships they have to go through uh, right from a very young age. And, uh, you know, say uh, in one case, uh, the player had to uh, spend, 
the evenings in nets with his father till it was night time and play under uh, practice under lights or uh, somebody that had to travel long distances with the kid bag on their bag you know riding on top of the bus uh, what not uh, so see what happened was they like, uh, yes we won the ranji trophy and yes uh, the story was worth telling but uh, what intrigued me more were the stories of these cricketers and uh, one of the major reasons for writing this book is to actually showcase these cricketers story and tell the world that cricket is also played by uh, normal human beings because uh, most people think that cricketers or cricketers are those pin up boys the uh, poster boys get the glamour fame money and everything else and uh, it's it's all hunky dory but the fact is that uh, that's only a handful of people we are talking about or the entire world is obsessed with or uh, there are a lot of other cricketers who may or may never play for india ever in their lives but still go out there and go through a lot of rigors toil to play the game because they love the game and also they don't have anything else to do in life or uh, that's their only way to uh, earn a living that's their only way to uh, express themselves and uh, it, there's a sheer love of for, for the sport and that is why i think uh, uh, what compelled me to write this book uh, yes the journey was fantastic uh, it was obviously a fairy tale but uh, these stories were more heart rendering in your case you know you were all of a sudden cut by uh, the delhi ranji squad uh, cut from the delhi ranji squad um and the fact that you moved to rajasthan and then you uh, you know win it all how sweet was uh, the redemption oh uh, well it was very very sweet uh, obviously it wasn't planned in fact uh, had dheeraj yadav signed or continued with his contract with the rca i would have never made the switch to rajasthan i may have gone somewhere else but definitely not rajasthan so and another reason for not actually going for rajasthan initially was that it was in the plate division and uh, as a cricketer you always want to be in the elite division mm-hmm. uh, but the the plus factor was that the proximity its proximity to delhi because it was only a 5 hour drive from delhi it's obviously more convenient and also uh, knowing um, my coach mentor mr tarak sina been uh, at the helm of the affairs so it it actually held a bit to make that decision but eventually it panned out fantastically because uh, i think uh, every all of us had a role to play and that is why i say it's, it's more than just uh, hard work or preparation there's a lot of karma involved here too <laughs> because uh, i i i meant to be here because there was there was no way of my coming here without the dheeraj jadav or falling out with the rca or uh, mr tarak sina being here and then all those kind of things i may have gotten an offer from I, in fact was approached by himachal pradesh and had they shown a bit more interest i may have just signed on before rajasthan approached me so a lot of things had to fall in place and eventually when uh, we went on to win the ranji trophy i feel truly blessed because when i won the ranji trophy for the first time for delhi uh, i was obviously elated because most of the times people go through their entire career of first class cricket without getting their hands on that silverware but i was fortunate to do that and in, in during that victory it was about uh, it had come after 16 years and that's a long time for any career to last and it when i moved to rajasthan i got my hands 
for the second time on that silverware it was fantastic so in my career i managed to uh, be on the winning side twice so I obviously wasn't planned wasn't expected uh, perhaps was not meant to be either if if you see where we came from but eventually everything panned out fantastically well um you know uh, talking about the indian domestic scene you know i've read uh, the post that you have written on crickinfo and yahoo and other places uh, uh what is your opinion on it you know how do you uh, improve the ranji trophy uh, and the domestic scene and move away from the reliance on um, first innings leads you know and you sometimes have flat decks basically it becomes you know one team batting out the other uh, getting the first uh, innings lead so how do you provide the incentives to improve the scene so why do we have uh, the entire <laughs> night and the following day and the following day to talk about it because you see uh, domestic cricket actually needs a complete overhaul uh, indian domestic circuit needs an overhaul um, we are blessed to have some fantastic talent that's one two we have a huge reservoir of talent because uh, 1.25 billion is the population of our country mm-hmm. and a lot of cricket players a lot of people play cricket and they are uh, very talented too so in that sense uh, we get to see a lot of good cricketers eventually playing for india and our teams does well most of the times but that is uh, not because of the domestic circuit that is uh, in spite of uh, the way our, our domestic setup is and let me start with the first of all abolishing this uh, plate and elite uh, tier system it was introduced to improve the standard of the game but i think it has failed to serve its purpose i would immediately make it uh, a three tier system wherein uh, every tier will have nine teams apiece mm-hmm. uh, ideally you should have more like fewer teams but in a country like india with our uh, uh, state associations having a uh, a vote eventually into the uh, bcci I, i don't see that happening uh, I, i don't expect the franchises the ipl franchises to take over domestic cricket which may not be that bad an idea because then the numbers come down and uh, they will be responsible to provide for uh, a lot of cricketers and improve cricket which they are not actually contributing at the moment uh, but if we have to live with 27 i would live, split them into three tiers mm-hmm. nine teams a piece uh, every team gets to play at least eight matches uh, two or three teams get relegated and promoted and uh, there is only just one finalist uh, for the top tier so you get a ranji trophy winner in that sense i will also do away with dulip trophy devdhar trophy i don't think they're serving any purpose anymore uh, yes uh, there is some historical value attached to it uh, but it's it's just that because uh, both the tournaments have become knockout tournaments mm-hmm. and uh, it doesn't serve that much purpose it does not provide players enough opportunities it does not provide selectors enough opportunities to have a look at the player at the slightly higher level uh, so if that is not the case then we may have to find an alternate and in this case i think uh, uh, while it's good to be emotionally attached to a tournament in in the larger scheme of things we may have to do away with them uh, and so is the case with said mushtaq ali trophy uh, we have two domestic t20 tournaments mm-hmm. ipl is a domestic tournament and then we have this said mushtaq ali all that it is doing is just crowding the calendar which is uh, obviously unnecessary and one when we don't even acknowledge the um, said mushtaq ali 
trophies winner as the domestic champion mm-hmm. because they don't get a get an entry into the champions league there is no point actually having that tournament conducting the tournament when we ourselves don't think it's good enough so if we scrap three tournaments we'll have a bigger uh, we'll have a lesser tournaments fewer tournaments in a space of 6 months so every team can actually have more matches uh, i'm not opposed to the idea of actually having five day matches instead of four days we'll get to see more results and also change the point system because uh, at the moment we are rewarding mediocrity mm-hmm. if uh, first innings lead is uh, uh, what every team is playing for we we will produce the cricketers not of the highest standard that that's very simple and the best way of doing this is to actually revert to the old system where we had points for batting and bowling uh, wherein uh, after 75 runs you get a point a batting point after two wickets you get a bowling point and the batting team ceases to ceases to get a, a batting point mm-hmm. post uh they reach 35 points or 120 overs so if they continue if they continue to bat after 120 overs uh, then only the bowling team uh, can get points uh. so that will be an incentive to actually call it off to do draw the innings like to actually declare and uh, then have a substantial bonus for an outright win maybe 10 points for an outright win mm. because there has to be some difference uh, with regards to points for first innings lead and the outright win in the current structure we give 3 points for the for a first innings lead yeah. and 5 points in total for a for an outright win so only a bonus of 2 points for going all the way it doesn't uh, serve purpose i don't think it's it's actually uh, encouraging teams to go for an outright win unless of course uh, they don't have an option if they have uh, relegation or promotion inside yes they will do that they'll prepare on some uh, sporting tracks so to speak or perhaps under prepared surfaces mm-hmm. uh, to get a result but besides that i don't think there is enough bonus for the teams to go for an outright win and also once uh, these batting bowling points are introduced uh, the losing team also walks away with the, all their batting and bowling points so you don't lose too much mm-hmm. yes there may still be a difference of 7 8 10 points eventually mm-hmm. but you also go back home the losing team also goes back home with a, a lot of points in the kitty mm-hmm. for playing good cricket over 4 days so i think uh, that that's too which is which is extremely important i mean uh, i i i find it uh, really interesting that uh, uh, by providing more incentives to uh, you know result oriented uh, matches uh, you are actually encouraging the teams to provide sporting decks uh to play on as of now you have majority of the decks pretty flat um you know which doesn't help the cricketer whether the bowler or, well it helps the batsman to put up numbers Tupash, sorry to sorry to interrupt you here uh, i have a very clear opinion on this that the kind of tracks we produce are directly proportionate to the kind of cricketers we produce correct and uh, yes uh, i i am uh, of the opinion that most tracks are flat decks uh, are not challenging the batsman enough and the moment some a team needs the result it's highly uh, supporting the bowlers which again will not uh, reflect the true talent of a bowler mm-hmm. so i think it's about time uh, the central pitch committee takes over because uh, as of now they instruct the state associations they find the association if 
uh, a, a drag for state association dishes out a flat uh, not a flat tax but a an underprepared track mm-hmm. so they they find the association i'll go a yard further i'll start finding the associations for preparing flat decks uh, some financial penalty for uh, associations to be uh, held responsible and also uh, central pitch committee to take over completely the pitch curation like the curators should be answerable to that committee and not the state association because uh, uh, then it gets manipulated very easily so you mentioned ipl you know the domestic t20 tournament what is its effect on all this you know in, on ranji trophy you know you have uh, youngsters getting uh, you know put in the spotlight and some of them grab it and uh, you know they become uh, stars in their own right and uh, when they come back and play in uh, the domestic sides you know now they're officially stars so how does oh, that well uh, see it it has it has a positive side and also a negative side to it like everything else in life uh, the positive side is that uh, it provides a platform for a lot of youngsters to showcase their talent mm-hmm. uh, which is great uh, when they are rubbing shoulders against the best in the world you can actually see a player's temperament uh, uh, when in a t20 tournament in a t20 game you may not be able to gauge the real uh, skill set or the level of uh, his skills mm-hmm. but you can always uh, see the temperament and how he reacts to pressure and also it's, it's a great way of uh, earning a decent living because mm. uh, domestic cricket domestic cricketers uh, some of them may never play for india uh, don't even have jobs anymore so it's it's a good way of earning a decent living one two i think uh, you get the necessary recognition uh that's what every cricketer craves for mm-hmm. uh, three it can actually help the selectors to gauge uh, someone's temperament or or the way he reacts to pressure on uh, the flip side of it is that uh, 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 the danger of a cricketer a youngster getting carried away by the ipl success true true uh, two if if cricketers uh, indian cricketers or uh, youngsters are getting picked for india to play for india in other formats on the basis of what they've done in the ipl uh, then it actually sends out the wrong message true then it uh, devalues the ranji trophy first class circuit because then then you think that uh, this is the shortcut to success mm. and who doesn't want a shortcut if it is possible <laughs> and then the focus shifts then you actually tinker uh, modify your skill set to suit uh, the demands of a t20 game and you do what it takes to succeed there and then take it from uh, there which is not the ideal way it it actually frustrates eventually demotivates a lot of cricketers who are playing at the first class circuit because they know it is futile hmm. talking about uh, you know young players uh, who are the ones that uh, you know we should be looking forward to especially from uh, rajasthan and uh, in general the uh, national uh, scene there there are a couple of uh, very talented youngsters in rajasthan one is uh, deepak chahar uh, young fast bowler mm-hmm. uh, this season he is having the second season blues but i'm pretty confident he'll bounce back and bounce back uh, very hard uh, then there is ashok minaria who's extremely talented who's got the runs who has the temperament and who has found his way to score big runs if he gets a start uh, and and more importantly both these youngsters are not enamored by the lore of the ipl which is great mm-hmm. they want to play for india and um, there are other youngsters as well there is a left arm spinner in fact there are two left arm spinners one plays for delhi his name is vikas mishra mm-hmm. uh, he is a decent lad uh, very tall has a high arm action 
doesn't fly the ball that much, but uh, with his height, he doesn't have to. Uh, then there is a guy called, uh, I think it's Man- Har- Harmeet Singh, Singh uh, yeah. a left-arm uh, uh, Sardar from uh, um, Punjab, uh, sorry, Mumbai. He plays for Mumbai. He's he's a nice uh, uh, bowler. I think he has it in him to uh, go the distance. So and and more importantly, I keep looking for uh, quality spinners because uh, there is an apparent dearth of uh, good quality spinners in India. <laughs> Believe it or not. Believe it or not. The land of spinners. Uh, the times so, have changed. Times have changed incredibly, totally, completely. We need to find ways to encourage people to flight the ball, to turn the ball, because uh, our spinners are not spinning the ball anymore. <laughs> They're happy to bowl. Uh, they're happy to bowl flat, uh, well, quicker in the air. Some of them, some of them actually enough. turn the ball. Some of them do. Some of them do, and that's that's a healthy change, and that's what I keep looking for. Uh, some some bowlers who can turn the ball because I think that's essential yes. to succeed at the highest level. You cannot be bowling. You you are a spinner because you spin the ball, just not just because you bowl slow. Mm-hmm. So th- that uh, I think has to be understood by a lot of youngsters. Okay, I'm going to I'll let you go with the last couple of questions. Um I have to ask you about uh, the upcoming tour to Australia and also about uh, the phenomena that is within the Sehwag. You know, you've been on the other end, batting end, uh, and I've seen him bat. Um what is it like, you know, you, that's the best seat in the house. Please enlighten us. Uh, well, uh, he is a maverick. uh he's someone uh, who cannot be decoded uh he's someone uh, who's one of its kind you don't get players you don't make players you don't produce players like him uh they're born they're uh, they're born the way they are and uh, they're obviously very very special and virendra sehwag i think uh, is a completely different player he's uh, changed the way all of us including myself uh, looked at opening the batting in test match cricket i think uh, international cricket can actually be divided into two eras uh, with regards to opening the batting in test match cricket uh, one is pre sehwag and one is post sehwag mm-hmm. because uh, the way he has batted and uh, and been very very successful over a long period of time i think he's redefined the art of opening so that's that's something which is different very very different uh he's a game changer of course uh, in two sense of the word not just about uh, when he gets the runs but the way um, people perceive test cricket so he's he's a complete game changer his quality i would say is uh, as much as it is about his uh, eye hand coordination quick uh, uh, his bat speed or uh, uh, his daredevilry mm-hmm. i think uh, it is as much about uh, his mind because his courage of conviction hmm. he bats a particular way and has the belief and complete faith in his abilities even if he fails for five consecutive innings he does not change the way he bats and i think uh, that that's what separates him from the rest because the moment uh, you get out you go through a bad patch there is a huge temptation to actually um, go back to basics uh, at least try to plug the holes which are quite apparent and with all the experts and uh, coaches and advices floating around it's very easy to uh, get carried away or get convinced and i won't blame if he does get convinced or if he decided to get convinced a few years ago 
when he was going through a bad patch. Uh, that you should actually tighten up your technique and uh, you will be more consistent. But that's not Sehwag for you. He's uh, completely different. Even if he fails in five consecutive innings, he goes out there and if the ball is there to be hit, in his uh, mind, he goes for it. If, even if it's the first ball of the match. Mm-hmm. And that's what separates him from the rest. So, what is your uh, take on the uh, tour down under? Tour to Australia will be a fantastic tour. Uh, obviously, looking forward to it. Yes, Australia is not uh, at the peak of their performances. But uh, India-Australia matches do get the best out of each other. And Australia is one tour which is uh, uh, very tough for for as as a tourist, as a player, uh, because... Uh, you get very hostile conditions. Uh, your opponents are hostile. The crowd is hostile. The press is hostile. And uh, if if you play well, you get appreciated. You will be accepted. You will be welcomed, and you will be appreciated. But uh, if things go wrong, uh, they will get under your skin in every possible manner and every possible way. So uh, I'm I'm pretty hopeful in a sense that if I have to compare uh, it with the tour to England. Because that was our last overseas tour, uh, mm-hmm. quite a nightmare though. <laughs> uh, I think we are slightly, slightly better prepared this time around because uh, our batting uh, has got matches and runs under their belt, uh, most of them at least. Mm-hmm. So our batting looks a lot more settled. Our bowling on paper, I think fast bowling with Zaheer coming back full fitness, Ishant raring to go, Umesh Shadav is, I think, a very, a very exciting addition. Uh, at least these three bowlers uh, are very, very exciting. Um, I still have my uh, reservations about the remaining two as with regards to how they'll perform a fair in Australia uh, and also about uh, whether the top three will actually last four matches, four mm. test matches on the trot. Um, I, I see, I can foresee someone breaking down and then either uh, Mithun or Vinay getting a game and and things will will obviously not be the same hmm. so um bowling department i'm pretty happy with the way the spin is looking up uh, both ashwin and ujha are very exciting and finger spinners uh, off spinners have done well against australia and, and in fact left arm spinner daniel vittori has always given them trouble so i am still looking forward to it and i'm very excited about it uh, and i think it will be a very closely fought series um yeah i hope i hope you know we do much 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 better than what we did in england of course um all right akash uh thank you so much for uh, spending your time with us uh this is wonderful uh i hope i wish you all the best with the book i guess um it's available on flipkart and uh, you have the facebook page for it too Yes, uh, and it is also available. In fact, the personally signed copy is available on crickbuy.com. It's C-R-I-C-B-U-Y.com. And uh, um, Flipkart is not shipping the book worldwide, but Crickbuy is. So you can go ahead and order there and get a signed copy shipped anywhere in the world. Excellent. Uh, Once again, thank you so much uh, for coming on. I really appreciate it. It's it's been a pleasure, Subhash. Thank you very much. Thank you. the story what an innings this is what are you
Couch Talk.